You gonna do the timer? Yeah, BT, yo. It's LL Cool J, baby, right now. Yo, in the building, LL Cool J got the, got the beat. Yeah, Tales for the Gemini. My man BT said I can rock the ones and twos. I got my man Jay-Z with me. Jay, you ready, Jay? Yo, 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 tell you, Jay. Yo, it's Bobby Yoshi, man, Young H.O. in the building. Yeah, Jay. Y'all feel like spitting something real crazy right now while we chilling in the indie. Yeah. <laughs> I got bars for days. Yeah. These lyrics, they pay. Yeah. Say it, Jay. Really, I'm about the spokes. Yeah. Broken word because I cracked them jokes. Yeah, man. say it. Say it, Jay. Come on, say it. <laughs> I just got through lifting weights right now, Jay. I'm going to go back to do some more push-ups, Jay. Come on. Mm. He's mm. doing them diamond push-ups. Yeah. Mm. I mm. see a girl. I'm on push-up. Yeah. It don't nothing where I would push-up. <laughs> But I still get your weight up and stayed up, inflate up, inflatable. Yo, it keeps unrateable. Your girl's ugly, so she's undateable. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to see if you could go longer than me because on, uh, on our Sorrow Cancel podcast, which is the one I do with my buddy Dion, but Dion Curry, we always start off with a beat. And, uh, and I always come in, and he's expecting me just to bust this rhyme. He goes, okay, here we go. And every time I, I sound like I'm going really, to really get it, and I go, maybe, maybe what, a line, and that's it. And he goes, okay, man, we're done. So, yeah, Mouse Bang is waiting to see what you did. Because you can do a big hip-hop head, right? Oh, I love hip-hop. Who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Hip-hop raised me. I, w- I wouldn't say I have a favorite. I have, like, some of my favorites were, um, we were just talking me and my boy X. Like, LL, when I was coming up, LL was, was the dude that... Like run, run, to like I remember hearing Chris Rock say, "Yo, I wanted to, I, I wanted to be run when I was coming. Up. I wanted to be L, man. I was just watching Crust Groove and the scene where LL walks in box. Yes, box. Yes. That right there made me say, I want, I want, I want my pair of Lees to look like this dude. I need, I need a, a, a freshly pressed Izod uh, or a Latigre." With with a bucket um Kango on, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. And LL, LL was, you know, he's just like real cool, like everything he ever did, everything anything he ever said was like real incredible, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was like LL, I love I B I G Biggie, you know, the repping BK to the fullest, because I'm I'm a Brooklyn cat. I've been in Brooklyn a quarter century, so Biggie. Public enemy. Dude, you I, know they got that new one come out. Yeah, yeah. Drop today, I think. Oh, you, you gonna get it? You gonna get it? I probably will. I love I love Chuck D, man. I mean, the when when I was coming up, I was a, a young, young cat, and I just remember when when he said, No matter what the name, we're all the same pieces in one big chess game. That hit me like I was like, yo, that's so that's so deep, you know. I grew up loving, I mean, I, I say I had the best of both worlds because the way I grew up. I love. I always say I was black until fourth grade, right? Because right, you know, right. like my favorite group was Earth, Wind, and Fire Earth, until fourth Fire. grade came. The elements, and then I found, and then I found Kiss. And like I said, and then once I got, once I found Kiss, it, my life as a black man changed forever. I mean, it really did. Yeah, man, because I asked my dad for for Kiss Alive too, mm-hmm. and my parents got me anything I wanted. And I remember my dad handed it. He goes, "Hey, here, take it. And if you break it, you ain't getting another one." But he mm-hmm. said it with vitriol. I go, "Oh, okay. things have okay. changed." And all the kids in my neighborhood, like, "You ain't nothing but a white boy." So, uh, but, but so I had rock and roll growing up. Right. But my brother listened to hip hop and house. Okay, and my parents listened to old seventies R and B. So I had the best of every yeah, world. Yeah, you. But and you know what else? Back in the days, and I know you know it sounds. And now you sound old when you start saying back in the days. I remember when. I don't know why I just turned into uh, uh, Gandalf, Ian McKay. I I remember when we first listened to hip hop. Um, 
But I think music was there was a diversity that we all embraced because you know my dad listened to Santana and, and oh my and god Miles I love Davis Santana. And, yes and, and Earth Wind and Fire and old Motown and and the Doobie Brothers you know and Sade like we 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 average it, white band yeah average white oh, band schoolboy crush no schoolboy crush I don't remember one two three four five six seven all the children go to heaven. Ah. You don't remember that? He goes, he goes that oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get the, I gotta get the line. He goes, uh, meet me at the playground at a quarter to four. Make sure everybody long. You don't remember yeah, that shit? Remember that oh joke. man, if I heard, if I heard it, I probably average remember. white band, dude. Listen, average, to average white, white band, band was dope. Um, Heat Wave, Heat Wave was uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Cap your friends taking you on a trip round the street. Oh, you got dancing feet. Leave your worry behind. Roller skating. Skating arena. Skating arena Friday night. My man remembers <laughs> you that. Remember you that? remember roller skating. Remember that? Enjoyed. Roller yes. skating, yes, boy sir. skate. Yeah. And where I grew up in Oklahoma, it was boy skate, girl skate. Yeah. So on the east side, which is predominantly white, you have the boy skate come out and all the girls would hold their hands out for the boys to touch them. Uh, and whenever I came around, all the girls went, ugh. And oh, they wouldn't because wow. I was the only black dude there. And they would, and they would pull their hands Oh, back. that's ill. <laughs> but, but it was so... Now, it, now it was those so, girls trying to holler at you, I bet. Well, they're probably 40 and 50, so I'm, I'm not hollering back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's cool. It comes, that's, it comes full <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that was some days, man. I remember like with the with the disco ball for us, roller skating. Yeah. And to me, to me, I, I say 70s R and B was the best period for R and B. 70s R and B was that's, the best period because that's, that's hard to, to argue against, but that's hard to argue against. Because Prince said, and I'm quoting Prince, he said that the drum machine ruined R&B. And I go, you know what? He was good. Think about it. I think the, la the last great R&B group before the drum machine, mm -hmm. I'm going to go on a limb and say Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm, that's, that's, a, that's a good... That's a good call because, I mean, Sadiq is Raphael Sadiq, dude. Raphael Sadiq. I saw him live at Afropunk a couple of years ago, and Sadiq is the truth. Is he not underrated? Oh, totally. Is he not totally. underrated? He actually, um, he scores. I was just watching something. Uh, damn. I was just watching a. T oh, you know what? Um, it might be that new show on Hulu, Woke, uh, with with my man from. Um, la, 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 la. I can't, it's it's about an animator who um who was like sort of a gentrified a black animator that has an incident with police officers and he winds up uh suddenly woke and all of his animation starts oh. talking to him like like pro radical black oh, radical. Great. So that's awesome. But I think Raphael Sadiq scores that does the music for that show. But people that know know. That's that's, that's people that know know. People that know know. And I I wanna part of me wants to agree and say that the seventies, like uh the R and B was because it was it was also heavy you had a heavy funk infusion, right? But oh my nineties R and B son, even with the drum machines, I can't front. Okay. I, I I listened to Channel Forty Seven and uh and also um 90s or nine on a serious Seri man, and, and you know whether whether it's uh you know Babyface's production on all of after uh, seven all of after seven boys to men himself Tony Braxton 
uh, um, another bad S- creation. SW- <laughs> SWV. You know what? Another another bad creation for what they were. It's Roro coming in yeah, third. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. that time that I. Oh, well, it's Mizark chilling in the Pizark. I got a break because my mother said be home by Dizark. You know? And look, and Wyatt has no idea what we're no talking idea. about. Wyatt's nineteen has no right. idea. This is when I try to school Wyatt. Yeah. And that's why it's the greatest. That's why I love doing the show because I love looking at Wyatt's face and he goes, "I have no idea what you guys are talking about." He doesn't, right. and 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 we and it's 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 a give and take. Right. Like he teaches me about technology. Well, that's that's the beauty of it. I mean, that's that's you know when you you hope while you're here that you uh that you inspire people in some some manner, and and whether it's he inspires you to you know understand some of this technology, or you inspire him to maybe maybe he goes and investigates average white band, and then <laughs> no real talk because my because my you know my like the same way my dad. Um, was his his musical taste was so eclectic. Yeah. I remember my dad. Remember the Columbia House? You'd order like D- CDs. You'd pay like ten uh, one, cents for one like cent. Tw- one, one, one cent for twelve. I remember 12, that. Twelve. Yeah. I remember my dad. Uh, I came home and he had the Chronic in like ninety ninety one ninety. I was like, Dad, you got the Chronic? He was like, Yeah. Four cent. He got he got he got the Chronic along with like I said, Santa with seal. You don't remember this? Okay. There's a thing called Columbia House. Okay, and they had CDs. You remember? You know what CDs are, right? Yeah. Okay, so what it is, and honestly, for one cent, you would get 12 CDs for one cent. Right, right. Dude, let me tell you something, okay? And to fast forward, what happened was I must have had, I had about three or four uh, like cases of CDs, yeah. and times got so hard for me in L.A., like my management dropped me and everything. Mm-hmm. I literally was selling CDs, those CDs, so I could eat. And I would sell, like, I sold, like, maybe 10. I have, like, maybe $5, $10. Mm-hmm. And I would go buy ramen noodles. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and they lasted me, honestly, for a long time. I mean, I hit hard, hard times. Right. And I was eating off selling my Columbia House CDs, bro. Right. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. So it came around full circle. Yeah. And I, I sold yeah. all them CDs so I could eat. True story. Yeah, man. I, life, I, I, also, I, I also miss that era because I, I used to love, I just had a conversation with someone, I used to love just playing, just looking. I would, I would get lost for hours looking at album covers and reading reading the thank yous. Like at a I, music I, store. I, I read, whether it was a music store or just my parents' collection, I yeah. would just sit, I would, I would sit for hours at home and just look, you know, I remember like picking up Herbie Hancock uh, or... or, or um, or uh, you know Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters, or Miles Davis, or or Coltrane, or Richard Pryor, you know, and, oh and, my and, God, and just yes. read all because I was like I didn't know what Los Angeles was at the time, yes. but it said it recorded the Soul Train in Los Angeles. I'm like, what what is that? That's, is that so? Is that the same Soul, Soul Train from John Eleven on Saturday afternoon? Yes, at, at noon, you know, and 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 I would always read people's thank yous. Cause I, cause yes. I, cause, cause I, I knew early on what I wanted to do, and so I said, you know what? I said one day I want to be able to put my thank yous and have some somebody else read my thank yous. Like, yeah, I wonder who that is. Is it that is why? Like, is that why? Because of that? I didn't do it because of that, but that just added to the adventure of doing that. Well, think some of the things as a kid they transfer over to be an adult, and so I'm glad you said that because I just remember when I did my first CD, recorded my first CD. What I but what what stuck in my head was I wanted it to be like when I grew up when I opened that CD or the album mm-hmm. and and you see like you said the thank yous and mm-hmm. and I did I thanked man, I thanked some girls or something but I thanked I thanked some people like you know my manager mom and dad right. and I just remember like and I wanted to be 
And I, it, it was definitely a um, an homage to Richard Pryor's that, that nigga's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and it was called Captured Live, right? Instead of Wanted, it was like Captured Live. Okay. And it was a picture of me, and it was my, actually I think it was a picture of my first time I went to jail was in um, Colorado. So it was like, kind of like a mugshot. First time? Well, Hold on. Yeah, yeah all, all traffic <laughs> stuff. It's traffic stuff, traffic stuff. So, uh, but I'm good now. I'm right. good now. Okay. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm so good now. If I get pulled over by a cop, like I can argue with him okay. because like my stuff is good. Like I, it's, for the last five years of my life, it's the first time in five years my life consistently i've had a valid driver's license and car insurance i'm doing big boy nice, things now nice. doing big boy big things big things are going sin <laughs> big things are soon erupt for the one them called bt <laughs> b2 doing big things here you know <laughs> how did you how did you get your voice by the way we just came in all rough this is dean if you guys don't know and i think you do Dean Edwards from Saturday Night Live fame. He's but man, blessing me, doing me this favor. Man, oh, I, I, I honestly, when I saw you like you were gonna be here, man, I got so excited. And I work with, and I always start off these shows by apologizing to everybody because I can't help this and it's sincere. But the things that I get hyped for are motorcycles, motorcycle racing, racing. And entertainment, and I just and I knew, you know, we had met in Tampa, yeah. And I was so, and I know, I know, I know now how annoying I am, and I'm just like, oh. And you, don't you, were, you don't annoy me. I, but I, you I so, appreciate your energy. But you were so you know? cool, and I was like, oh my god, Dean. And we were like, dude. And I was like, okay. And I said, I'm sure I'm gonna uh, uh, just piss this dude off. And we hung out, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember us going to the movies uh-huh. to see your dude from Saturday Night Live, and we hung out. And he. That movie was kind of sucky. What but movie? What movie? What movie? It, oh, was it? oh what was, I forget the name of the movie, but it had that one big laugh to where I laughed so loud. Ah, you you ah. kind of turned and looked at me like, all right, man, that's enough. I mean, I was laughing and laughing and la- And luckily, we were like only like two of yeah. 10 people in the movie theater. Because we probably went like on a In the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, yeah like a Saturday afternoon. There, yeah. And you were like, Okay, man. Okay, that's it. Because I was like, the whole movie, like, this movie kind of sucks, but this one laugh lasted me the entire movie. He looked at me like, all right, man. I wonder what movie yeah. that was. But we, I remember us walking, and, and I remember we had the greatest time. With me. We just hung out together, and I kept expecting you to blow me off, and you never did. Cause I, like, I was expecting you to blow me off today, because I came and saw you last night. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, he's probably, you know, he said his boy's coming in. That's probably his way of saying, you know, hey, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, you know. nah. and, and you called, and I go, huh? Deco. And, I, and so oh, I, I waited for a while and I go, Dean, Deco. I was so, I'm like, man, you don't understand. I'm like a kid. I'm 52 going on set. Hey, baby. That, that, she's got the greatest smile in the world. Yes, Every time does. I see her, yes, she she's does. so positive. I love seeing her. Tell love her, you too, tell sweetie. Her to come to the show. Yeah. Come see my boy Dean. Oh, she's in the car now. Uh, uh. But <laughs> hey, listen, it's my boy Dean from Saturday Night Live. He's going to be at Helium. The tonight and tomorrow. If you want tickets, um, if just just let do you have her yeah, information? L- l- let Wyatt know if you want tickets. Oh, she gonna come. Look, yeah. see. Oh, she she gonna come. She gonna leave the car. She gonna leave. She gonna double park. That. That, that that's how gangster <laughs> she is. She's dope. <laughs> they don't give her no ticket. Not with a smile like that. Not with a smile like that. And I ain't seen a pretty girl smile in a while. Remember that, Boosty yeah, Boys. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. look at that. How good is that? Oh, okay. Come see him, baby. What's right, he's worth it. Trust me when oh, I say. Oh yeah, this. those dimples need to be up front. Yeah, you need those. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. Front. I do my show when she passes by, and that smile I go. Oh my goodness, that's when you know life is good, man. Life is good. She's good people, man. Now, what technology? What did y'all just do? What y'all just? Y'all just. Oh, okay. How great is that? Okay. All right. Look at that. See. Cool. That cool. Gr- man. Mm. Yeah. My heart. It's my heart, kid. It's my heart, You know. And we hung, we hung out. And I just remember, you know what I also remember? I remember us walking on the sidewalk 
And there was and these cops. Ebor. Yeah, and Ebor. And we walk, and these cops were there. No, we were walking, and like, kind of in the street, but there was nobody there. And the cops, like, they said, hey, get on the sidewalk. And we were like, okay. And we, it was kind of a fucked up situation. But we were kind of pissy, but we didn't say anything because they were cops. Right, right. And, you know, they can make up shit. So we just kind of like, right. and we didn't say anything for like a block. <laughs> Remember that? Right. It was that awkward kind of, right. it was an awkward kind of situation where, like, if you see your dad, you got to get beat up. Right. And you don't say anything because he still got to take you someplace. Right. <laughs> and that's what it was. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? When I was a kid, my dad, this is the 70s for you. I don't know if you can attest to this, but it's me and my dad, my brother. And my dad goes, hey, listen, I'm going to go to my partner's house. He's, he likes to drink. And he also likes to fight. So if we start fighting, you kids just go home. And I go, what? He goes, he said, if we start fighting, you kids just run home. I said, oh, wow. okay, dad. And, I, and honestly, even, even as a kid, I go, then why are you going to his house then? Pops was about that yeah, life. I mean, <laughs> your father sounds, remember in Menace to Society, the beginning of Menace to Society, when it was like, Kern, Kern, when it was Sam Jackson, he was like, he's swelling up on me like he Ron O'Neill or something. I ain't afraid. So what, he got a gun? <laughs> That's what this sound like. You, your, your pops. Oh, was, my dad back in the day, dude. Yeah. My dad back in the day. Oh yeah. I mean, he he struck fear in everybody. That's why. That's, but now he's all chilled and cool. Yeah. Well, he's been through it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that was, but that, that was it. That was the seventies. I remember him handing my brother a beer. My brother had to be maybe maybe third grade. And man, my he was bro, set, he was my, eight. My brother eight took it old. and he downed it. Me, I've always been like alcohol. Eh. Anything yeah. like drugs, eh? Yeah. My brother, my dad looked away. My, my brother literally tipped it. I was like, hey, team. <laughs> I remember that. And nobody said shit. And, and, but I remember, though, we worked together and you were so damn cool. Oh, and I always want to ask you, man, how did you get, how did you learn that you had the, uh, the talent for the voices? Because I, I, I try to do voices and I'm like, eh, if I can do one halfway, I'm happy. But how did you know, like, because you nail them? Yeah, I think just when I was a, when I was a kid, I just, um, you know, I've I've, all, I've always been big on entertainment myself. In, in the right? greatest I, I think I think I think most entertainers find comfort in in uh, their solitude, and yes. I used to just enjoy if I'm watching. If I was watching a uh, Bugs Bunny, and you know, I just I I tried doing his voice, and I was like, oh wow, you, you sound kind of like him, you know, and and then realizing from Bugs Bunny that. Uh, Wait, Bugs Bunny sounds just like that. It's the same. And then I watching the credits. You only saw Mel Blanc's name in the credits. I was like, wait, that dude. This is before Google, right? You know, right. I, was, I was like, I think that dude is doing all their voices. And somehow, I learned. It. I learned later on. Maya Rudolph, when I was on SNL, Maya was like, No, you have you have perfect pitch. And she was like, You have perfect pitch. So that's why you can mimic so many people because you can hear. You can hear um, hear a voice, and now now it's like scientifically, I can say, oh well, I, I can hear someone's voice, and I'm like, okay, I can I can pretty much lock in on that, so it's not even a uh, something that I necessarily have to rehearse, especially if it's someone that's interesting that I that I admire, whether it's you know with uh, with Denzel Washington, where I just. Uh, you know, you're here and you're like, okay, he's lean, he's he's talking on the back of his throat, and when and and so everything has this sort of this deep tenor when he speaks, and and his s's are more sh h. So when he when he says something, he means it, and his voice he has peaks and valleys, and sometimes sometimes he'll peak up high or bring it down here where you know it's it's just this you know he's just talking and you know it's just. It's, it's, just, it's sort of you know it's, it's, it's subtle you know and then and then you know even even and then you hear similarities between people's voices so you you know I was doing LL Cool J earlier 
and you know LL, you know he has certain um, you know he he licks his lips a lot and and you know he takes pauses, but but when you listen to LL Cool J. If you listen real close to LL Cool J and you hear him, you know, Cool J, and then you realize he has the same voice as Jay-Z, but the, the only difference is where Jay stays, LL, LL is, is a little little lower on the throat, you know, and he's stuck in his throat, but Jay is high up here, so it's, it's the same exact voice, so you go go from LL Cool J to Jay-Z, back and forth, and, and Jay is a little raspier, so when he speaks, you know, he, he, his voice cracks a little bit, and, he, and everything is funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and so that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> man. I just remember, and I talked to you about this last night, and I'm doing this for Wyatt's sake. But man, when I worked with him in Tampa, the bit he did with Den- he did Denzel Washington asking a girl out oh. to the prom <laughs> the day of the prom and having the girl come pick him up because he yeah, didn't I have need, a car. I, I need you uh, to pick me up. I don't. I don't have a car. I need a ride. How that bit is, br- and the thing about when we talked about this is, you don't just do impressions. You do jokes with the impression. You don't just like, hey, this is so and so. I mean, you yeah, do a joke gotta, with the impression, and that's the joke, son. And that's what sells. And you have the and you have the punchlines to go with. I mean, yeah. you are the total package. Thanks, and I'm gonna ask you this, and I mean, no disrespect at all, because it's nothing but love here for right, you. Right. Do you think, or does it bother you that? Being as talented as you are, and I'm being dead serious because mm-hmm. I'm not, there's no, you know, like like I said, the reason I have you on because you, we talked about the, I just love comedy so much. We right. talked about specials that aren't right. special. Right. And you talked about the averages. They're, they're regulars. And I, when I left there last night, and I mean it's from the bottom of my heart, when I left mm-hmm. talking to you last night and got on my motorcycle, man, mm-hmm. I got home. And I got my notebook out. Okay. I got my right. notebook out. And I was thinking, what voices do I do? And I said, okay. And I went over jokes, man. Because of because you go, comics should, should inspire. And I thought, yeah, because I mean, I remember I rode my other motorcycle two hours away to see you, you in got Cincinnati. A, you got a lot of motorcycles. I, <laughs> <my last> motorcycle. <laughs> I didn't say they were all mine, but I rode my motorcycle <laughs> to see you in Cincinnati. I froze my ass off. Oh, go, that's right. But I it was worth it because I because I said, man, I didn't realize until you said it. And I mean it's about how I didn't realize until you said it, but yeah. You inspired me when I get, when I got home last night. I go, I looked over my jokes. I go, which ones can go here and there? Because I talked to you, and mm. because of that, and because of, are you like where you are mentally? Because I feel like, and do you feel like you should be bigger than what you are, or should be more well known than what you are? And that's no disrespect. No, no, and I don't, I don't take it as disrespect. I, I, I think I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Of course, I, I want it sooner. However, everything you know happens as part of God's plan. So I roll. I I learned years ago not to not to fight the process and just to submit and and enjoy the road, enjoy the journey because I know bigger things are coming. I just I I have something that's that's coming up that's big, and I submitted the set that I'm doing for for something that uh, that I have uh, forthcoming. I had submitted to do the Tonight Show um, probably like a year, year and a half, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I submitted that set, and it, they didn't take it. They, they, you know, I just didn't get get the Tonight Show. And part of me was was more annoyed because I was like, "But you can see I'm crushing, right?" Yeah. But also, when when people book uh, different television shows or different late night shows. They um they have a mandate and they have a certain approach to what they want to present. So, what what I presented for the Tonight Show didn't work for the Tonight Show. However, uh, someone else is giving me uh, fifty times more what the Tonight Show would have paid me for it, and it's going to be even bigger exposure. So, 
when you have enough of those experiences occur um, in your life, in your career, you you realize you know what there's there's a there's there's bigger um, opportunities and, and bigger powers at hand, and so don't get frustrated by one closed door. And 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 I and so to answer your question, yes, do I do I uh, think that my talent warrants me more success? Um, not just based on what I say, but also what my friends say and what what uh, people in the audiences say. Yes, I do, and and it will, and I and I will that into existence. Now, I, you know, I don't want things; I will them, and so it's coming. But have you always been that way? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, because this, I, I think, because there's a synergy between us, and I feel that. Be honestly, because it's like you said. I mean, there's no fakeness in here because right, right, no. you know, I I couldn't wait to come see you last. Night. I was like, oh, oh you know what I mean. And I mean, I was like, I couldn't wait. I got you know, get on my bike. I had to wait. I had to go see my you know my dude. You know, put him to bed, and I couldn't wait to come see you last night. And then like and talk to you today. And I just feel like, like I said, like, were you always like something bigger's coming on? Or, or did you get to a point and something happened? You go, okay, I got to realize, you know, okay, I'm grateful for, I should be grateful for what I have. Because I interviewed Kenny Monday. I grew up, I grew up a wrestler, you know, okay. and he was an Olympic wrestler. And that was, and I, to this day, I still feel like that's one of my, that was one of my favorites. And I, I love everybody who comes in, but man, interviewing him, mm -hmm. and I asked him, because he was, he got to, it was to a point where I think he was trying to get a, trying to make the Olympic team and he couldn't make mm -hmm. it. Okay. And he's up against it. And I go, you know, when did you realize, like, I mean, like, how did you get over mentally? And he just goes, and it's something simple, and I didn't know this. I, I did three hours of research on him, and he goes, man, I was helping these kids, like, in the Special Olympics. I was helping these guys, you know, and, like, on the afternoon, I helped those kids one afternoon. And he goes, and that right there did it because it made me feel grateful for what I have. Yeah. You know, those kids yeah. are struggling right. to be who they are. They're struggling. Yeah. And me, you know, everything, you know, I'm, I'm great. I'm, I got my health, I have everything. So that made me go, man, what am I, you know, complaining about life about? You know what right, I mean? Right. I just got to right. learn how to beat this guy and I can get my gold medal. Yeah. And, and that's what got him over that hump. Yeah. So were you always like that or, was, or, or did a situation occur where you go, wait a minute, what the hell's wrong with me, man? I, I've, I've, I've always been, I've always had a certain maturity about things saying, you know what, I always believed bigger was coming, right? Always from, from when I was when I was a kid. Okay, I, I, we were talking about Delirious last night. Yes, and you said how y your mother wouldn't let you watch it, right? <laughs> yes. I yeah. I watched they, I, it was September 1983. I ran in my parents' room after Delirious ended. It came on at 9 p.m. Uh, ended at like 10. I ran in my parents' room and said, "That's what I want to do," and my family encouraged me. They didn't they really didn't discourage me and. And I always said I was like, nah, I'm 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 destined for bigger bigger things. I'm going to touch a lot of people with what I do, and so I, I I've just always had this sort of uh, un, unwavering faith that I'm, I'm the success is already there. Like when 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 I see people not giving me opportunities, I'm like, well, you're going to regret it later. Yeah. And and I'm not going I'm not going to gloat about it. I'm gonna just I, but I'm I'm a remember because you'd be so like you're so far over that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like eh. Yeah, it's 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 petty. It's petty to to hold on to, um, hold on to any sort of uh, good for you, anger. Yeah, you it's know, not good towards for people. I'm like, no, you know, you know what you did. Like Tiffany Haddish <laughs> right now, I'm sure there are people that did her dirty, right? And she's such a bright light and full of joy. Yes, that I love the that, mirror. that 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 kills people because. People probably expect her to be on some funky, yeah, funkiness. You remember she, me? Yeah, yeah. And, and she's, she's like, like, "Yeah, what's up, girl? I remember." And and then and then that makes them leave. That makes them a real hold because it really you're really just holding up a mirror, right. to someone, right? Yeah. You're holding up a mirror, 
and your success is reminding them how nasty they were too, yeah. right? And so to me, this that's that's power in reminding you, you know what, you don't have to be that way. I have a a, a screenshot of um uh uh Facebook. Someone put a Facebook post on on uh, on my birthday, probably like five years ago, mm -hmm. and this person said. Um, D, hey, you probably don't remember me, but I just want want to tell you how proud of you I am. I actually, he said, I'm gonna be honest. I met you probably in the mid to late '90s, and I saw you at a club in Jersey, and I came up to you and said, how how you sh you need to quit. You don't need to be doing this, and you, and and uh, you weren't funny. And you said, you know what? I I have to work on that. And so to see what you've become, a makes me feel feel bad that I even. Right. That 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 he even felt the need to tell me as if yeah. that as if that affected me, right? You know, as if it was supposed to like, who are you to tell somebody yes. what 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 they ought to do? But I like the fact, and I responded. I probably said, "Oh, thanks, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you know you finally came around, and I'm glad I got you know right, got right. better, you know." But but you know, I Bernie Mac. You know, I, I look at Bernie, and Bernie was the most encouraging cat, and didn't have to be. And I met him when I yes. first started. And Same he, here. And he was just encouraging. He was like, "Nah, there's room. There's room at this room at the cross. There's room at the cross. I tell you like a T.I. is. All you got to do just get on stage. You don't need to do anything. Get on stage. The stage is gonna be there for you." You here, ain't you? I said, yeah. Then there's room at the cross. I still don't know what room at the cross means, <laughs> but it sounded heavy. And then fast forward a decade later, he's in my office at Saturday Night Live. Oh. And he's the guest host. And I got to tell him, hey, man, thanks for, Dude. Thank, you, thank you for encouraging me. And we, we in, a, in, a, in seven days' time, we just got real, real cool. I, I, I met him when I was first, uh, I, I to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how the scene was with you, but this was before Def Jam. Even in Chicago at the time, there was no really black club. It was like, uh, they, oh, hey, tonight they're doing comedy. So right, every, right. You know, every comic would go there. The and when you're first coming up, man, it's kind of cutthroat. You yeah. know, oh, this he, he, he's funny. Everybody's he, he, vying for, for spot. And I, and I just remember Bernie, man, like we were at a party. It was on, and it felt like every black comic in Chicago was there. And Bernie had, had, had you know, he was holding court. Right. And I just remember him going, listen, he goes, you're going to go to some girlfriends. He goes, he goes, he goes but if you really want to do this, you're going to stick with it. And for some reason, everybody like, you know, we, li we were listening to it. Yeah. Anybody else said something, you're like, yeah, whatever, man. Bernie holds court, you but, listen. But when he said it, we were like this. And I just remember him going, you're going to go through a lot of girlfriends, but if you really want to do this. And, I, it's all, and it's all I remember from that conversation. And then fast forward, I'm living in L.A., and I'm taking the red. And if you live in LA, you always take the red eye out to go do, do your, right, you know, do, right. do your. And he was uh, filming an episode of Bernie Mac's show. Yeah. And I don't know if he remembers, but you know, Bernie's just class. And I go, and I, he, he's getting ready for his scene because they're shooting in LAX, and they, you know, they couldn't, I guess, get the whole terminal to themselves. Okay. He's getting ready for a scene, and I go like this. I knew he was getting ready, and he saw me. And he goes like this, and I don't know if he remembers me, but uh -huh. just that little acknowledgement, man. Just I yeah, mean, yeah, and man. I was so happy. Nobody, and which is which is rare in this business. Nobody ever said a, a disparaging word about Bernie. No, no. Nobody. Because he saw everybody in the room. My wife says that a lot. She's like, she appreciates someone that has a certain level of success, but still makes everyone in the room feel like they were seen. You know, and that's to me, that's important. So, so I don't care what level of success I, I achieve. I always will make sure. I, you know, I said to the audience last night. I said, listen, I, I said, I'm not shaking hands and 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 doing meet and greet now. I said, but when I come back, I'll take a picture with everybody in this room. Now, tell the story about that nasty nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, no. Hey, before the nasty, I gotta get this out before I forget because that's where my memory is now. But I just remember. And no names will be said. No names will be said. But we talked about this comic who's 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 big time. Uh -huh.
who's big, and we don't know why he's big time because it ain't because of his act, but he's big time. Yeah. He's yeah. big time. And you agree, and, and the great thing about you is you don't say a bad word, but you kind of went like, eh? and so, <laughs> and so, so I, I don't even say where it was at, but it was at a, at a, at a place where everybody goes, and, <laughs> and you watch this act, and so he comes up to you. And you you couldn't tell him with a straight face, hey, great act. No, you go, all you oh, did, I know, all I you know, did, you go, respect. respect. <laughs> oh my God. Respect, respect. Man, yes. I lie to you not. I laugh so hard. And you, you understand, man. I mean, about, I'll be driving my motorcycle trying to find something to make me laugh to get through all this bullshit that right, goes on right, today. Right. And I just remember you saying that, and that made me laugh so hard because, right. I mean, the, I, don't, I don't know how he got the, how he got the, the specials he got. Well, I really said, don't. Yeah. And and you the, and you kind industry. of agreed and yeah. you know without being this, you know this is how right. you are. You never say a bad word. Right. <laughs> you said you saw his act. He goes back to go, "Hey, what's up, Dean?" And you were like, "Respect." Because yeah. <laughs> I do respect. I respect that individual's <laughs> hustle. And I respect, respect the hustle, I know X is wondering who it is, but and I'll tell you later. <laughs> we'll tell later, um, X. We got <laughs> but I but I do respect this individual's hustle and their business acumen. Oh my god, his acumen is incredible. It's awesome. Yes. But I'm also a, a stand-up, and so I can't, you know, it's hard yes. to give some like like uh Daphne Springs, who's also a comic, very funny and very talented with her social media. She has like live followers. And uh I remember she was uh she was on tour with without she was with Cat Williams she was touring with Cat and one of the comics um they did the Barclays Center in in Brooklyn so you know for a damn near eighteen thousand people probably like they closed off the back so probably like fifteen thousand and we're in the green room after the show and it's Cat and a bunch of other people and the comic. One of the comics caught an L in Brooklyn, and Ooh. you know, and, and to catch an L in Brooklyn is rough. He didn't get booed. He got booed the next night in Atlantic City, from what she told me. But he just survived not getting booed. So I think I said I gave him some depth. I was like, "Hey, man, yeah, dude, do, yeah, dude, you're funny, doing your thing." And I wasn't lying. I wasn't. I wasn't. But I also because he came like. Dude came to me and he was like, he was a fan. He was like, yo, Dean Edwards. I was like, hey, man, yo, keep this. Because, because I, I still want to come from a place of positivity and, exactly. and, and encourage a dude. Exactly. I don't want to be the dude that, that shuts dude's dream down. Ex man, you never know? be a dream killer. Right. Never right. be a dream killer. Because people remember that and, 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 and people will, will regard you with so much disdain. After that moment, be, 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 you know, and it's because honestly, yes, I, I love my parents to death, right. uh, but you know, they grew up in an era, especially my dad, that regimented like he Tough was in the military love. also, yeah. and he was like, and he would always like the summertime would come, you know, you sleep late in the summertime. My yeah. dad would come in, he go, hey boy. Nothing comes to a sleep but a dream. And they go, oh, I got to get up now. Hey, you know, dog, can I just enjoy this dream yeah. for 10 yeah. more minutes? <laughs> yeah, can I just yeah. can I sleep until nine? But he was like that. And he was like, look, you ain't getting no TV. You're going to get a major when you go to school. And, you, you know, you ain't doing that comedy. And I was like, I'm doing everything you said I'm not going to do. Dig it. You know, so, so, but I respected my dad. I mean, he had nothing but love. But, and I always said to myself, I will never be a dream killer. Whatever somebody wanted to do, right. you encourage that, man. Right. You know, and yeah. but that's why I love in a way. And I say this, and it's a slippery slope, but I say, in a way, today's times are in a way better mm -hmm. because I think stereotypically growing up, 70s, 80s, whatever, that tough, that, that tough love where you actually got a whooping and not beaten, and mm -hmm. in our case sometimes, 
where now we have kids now and we and it's more of a love. I mean, it's more of a, a nurturing kind of a yeah. and we tell them we love them every day. We yeah. give them a kiss and hey, boy, hey, I love you, man. Yeah. I, like every day I tell my roommate's son, like, hey, yeah. I love you, man. Yeah, I love man. And you know, and I, I think, and that didn't, and that, and that doesn't hinder him because there's a difference between offering, uh, offering uh, a young individual love and encouragement versus coddling. You don't, you can, you can encourage and love someone without coddling. Yeah. You know, I haven't, I haven't uh, coddled my children. Um, I've probably, or you know, I've spoiled them and given them things that I, I didn't get when right. I was a kid. But that's, that's, that's called success. That's called progress. You know. Um, I was just watching on Real Sports on HBO. They they did a story on um, how how they have uh, participation trophies, and, and scientists actually said that rewarding something just because they did it um, diminishes their capacity to succeed. Because they use lab rats as an example, where if they put if they just put the cheese down, um, the the rat would just eat it, but if they put the cheese through a maze, the rat had to work for it. Yeah. It it uh more released the endorphins and, right. and, and was more rewarding. They said if you keep giving giving to to the rat, eventually the rat stops working to to, to for it. And right. so the same, you know, liking it liking it to human beings, we we should want to work towards something because that guy I, I don't believe in retirement because I think after you retire you you don't have anything really to live for and Exa you and you die. Yeah. And you know what? Especially during our business, because I remember like back in the day, you know, the rocking chair and, and they give you a watch and everything. Uh, yeah. But now I think we realize, and I, and I see this with my parents. It's like they're still like vibrant people, yeah. but they have nothing to do all day, right. and it's the worst because yeah. they're they still. I mean, it's not like oh, I'm about to die. It's like they still want to do stuff, yeah. but in a way, society is you know because they got older, they kind of cast them aside. And, and, and we have a pandemic, and they're not tech. You know, they're not yeah. uh, technology savvy. Right. So you know, so to get to do uh, what do you call it? Uh, applications or job applications, uh, they got to do them online. Right. And I don't want my mom going online, and you know, right. they take all their money. So. Right. You know, it's kind of a disservice to them now. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yes, and, and somebody said it best, especially during uh, how we're so blessed during our field, is that perfect example was Don Rickles. Even mm -hmm. though he died, he still had uh, dates on the books, yeah, and, and he was 90. And and he was he died happy doing what he loved. Man, you know? 90 years old, he still had dates on yeah, the book. I mean, how great is that? Betty awesome. White probably the same way. Yeah, yeah, Betty White. Betty White is still... Doing her thing and and still looks younger than she actually is because it's because she's enjoying life. It's this job. It's what we do. We love right. what we. That's the thing about. It. We're one of the few jobs where we love what we do. Right. Once so we get really on work. stage, you get on stage, yeah. man, and it's like oh, all that all that bullshit is out of the yeah, way, man. And I'm in my element, and yeah. it's the greatest thing in the world. So I'm gonna ask you, it's freedom, because you have one of my dreams. One of my like life's goal was to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh, what was it like when you found when you got the call? Oh man, when uh when I I, I booked Mad TV first. And oh yeah, I booked Mad, booking Mad TV got me SNL because when I auditioned for Mad TV, I had a great audition, and I did, I did all these impressions. What'd you do? Cause I I auditioned for Mad TV. Uh yeah, I auditioned. So so wait a minute, man. prior to yeah prior to Mad TV's audition, I had auditioned for this other TV show for UPN, the sketch show, and, and they flew me to LA. What was the name of it? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Al Heyman, who's a boxing promoter, he produced that show. We were, hey, what, what, what year this, was this? This was this was that that show was I want to say maybe two thousand. 
We were in LA around the same time. Probably. And the, how we not? How did we not run into each other? I don't know, cause one but like seven black. People. <laughs> <laughs> no, was it was me, you, right. Alonzo Bowden. Right, Bowden. Alonzo Bowden no, was it, there. It was Alonzo Bowden who worked <laughs> at Dublin's. I yeah, love Alonzo. Yeah. Isn't he the greatest? He's awesome. Man. Those three. Okay, hella, who? Hella funny. But it, so 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 I um I I stunk for that audition. So then a year and a half later, when Mad TV was having auditions, I, I prepared a little better. I had taken some sketch classes and I uh I had written a scene. I said, you know, they only you know, they only want three impressions, three uh, yes. characters yes. in three minutes. And what'd you do? What'd you do? And so I said, you know what, if I do more impressions and they're good, they ain't gonna say stop, that's too many. Right. As long as I do it in the allotted time. So I did uh I did here's and and I set it up. I said, here's my impression of uh Denzel, no, Chris Rock and Chris Tucker hosting a, a black <sighs> awards show that Jay-Z is doing a duet with um, with Erica Badu and Denzel Washington and Sam Jackson presenting James Earl Jones' Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, my gosh. So I set it up so that I could just go. <laughs> and I did that. And then I Give me um, a little bit of it. Give me a little bit I don't of it. You know, it's funny. I don't remember it, but uh, damn, I don't feel like I, I don't. Um, James Earl Jones is, you know, he's... I love James because when he speaks, when he speaks, everything he says sounds like it's delicious. You know, where's Chris Rock? You know, Chris, Chris, and Chris, and Chris Tucker, man. And, you know, it's just like going back and Denzel and Sam Jackson. So it was a Erica Badu, Peace, Space, Family. And Jay, you know, so I just did all of them. So it was just going back. And that's that's what I've, I've to me, one of my, my gifts is not just doing the impressions and having the funny joke to go along with it, but just running through them where they're all in the midst of comedy. And that is talent. I saw that last night, comedy. and I go, how is he not... How is he not screwing this? I mean, you had it perfect to where they didn't overlap, right, where right. it didn't make any sense. It was, right. the, it was that to me. It was the perfect timing, and it and that was perfect. Oh, thanks. No, I mean the timing of that. It was perfect grazie. to perfection. Grazie, grazie. I, I mean that. And so then, okay, so you had. So I did that, and I did some characters that weren't all, all that amazing. But the impressions after I was finished, after three minutes up. Nicole Garcia, um, who was cast in Mad TV, she was like, who else, who else can you do? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, can you do Jamie Foxx? I was like, well, you know, I can, I can figure out a way to do, uh, do Jamie Foxx. You know, uh, um, can you do Steve Harvey? I was like, well, you know, I can figure out how to do Steve Harvey. You know, and I just was, and I left, and, and I got a call back when I walked around the corner. And I was feeling good, and that night I had a stand-up showcase. Um, and I had a great show because I was feeling good. I had a callback. Yeah. Went to the callback for producers, crushed it. Two weeks later, I was shooting this commercial and on set during a break. My agent calls. He's like, hey, handsome, I have good news and great news. I said, what's the good news? He said, the good news is Mad TV loved you so much, they don't even want to screen test you. They're, they're offering you the show. Oh. They're offering you six episodes, and if you do well on those six, they'll roll to 13. So I was like, that's done. I said, well, what news is great? That's good. What's greater than that? He's like, the great news is that same night that you did that showcase, um, people from SNL were in the audience. And so it's just, you know, again, going back to what I said earlier, it's like, you know, you're, you're, it's already written, like, the success and the levels of success. You just have to stay stay focused and and um and to your plan, you know, and, and that's, that's what I've been doing as I've been, like, preparing Okay, so what was your plan, though? I mean, what was so, your so what was your plan? Because everybody's so my plan was never SNL because it was so far fetched, and, yeah. and and having grown up watching some of the show, 
I was like, well, there have only been, like at that point, there probably had only been about mm, nine or ten black people on the sh- that had been on the show, if that many, because I, d- I did it season 27, and they're now up to season 45 or 46. And so when I did the show, they let's see, they're, they're, you had uh, Garrett, Garrett Morris, Morris, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy uh, Damon Williams, Dam- Damon Wayans, for a little bit, Denitra Vance, Ellen Cleghorn, Tim Meadows, Chris Rock, Tracy Morgan. Uh, 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 Jerry Miner. So I think I was. I don't remember him. Yeah, a lot of he. He only did was on a year and was was dope. Jerry Miner was dope, man. It, people don't remember, but Jerry Miner, the one year he was on was fire. But what happened? Who knows? I, I still don't know why I was released because it wasn't like a lack of talent. But you know, whatever. how did it feel though? I mean, did it hurt when I when I got released from yeah. my contract? Yeah, yeah, man. Because I just we just got married. I just got married. Just oh. had a daughter. So you know, I part of me took it a little personally because I was like, wait, y'all just y'all casting me off. Like I said, the show the season wasn't weak because of me because y'all weren't giving me a lot of um skits uh airtime uh, during my second season. Uh, but that, you know, that's neither here nor. I I also always to this day tell people I was like, you know, Chris Rock made a good. Movie. He's like, ever since I known Lauren Michaels, I've been rich, <laughs> and I ain't rich, um, you know, uh, financially, but I'm comfortable and and I know I'm fortunate. Um, but but yeah, you know, when you do the, when you do the math on the history of the show, there've been about 150 cast members in 45 years, and then you want to narrow it down even more. There have probably only been about 15 or 16 cast members that were my my skin tone. Right? Wow. I, you know, so so I'm I'm I ain't complaining wow. about it because it wasn't called Dean Edwards featuring the SNL players. <laughs> SNL featuring Dean Edwards, you know, and so and so and so I, I was always a realist. And I said, I, I'm not tripping out again. I wish I had I wish I had one more season because I think while I was there, Tracy um was the alpha negro. Like yeah. the writers were writing mainly for him and I would write stuff for myself and had some people writing with me or for me, but he was always gonna get uh preferential treatment um or get written into sketches if they needed a black face because more people were familiar with him. So I, I understood the schematics of of the show and, and why you would have him in, in things, but sometimes I was like, yeah, but he doesn't look like whoever y'all want him to be, yeah. you know. And so that was frustrating. But again, how'd you get the call when they told you uh, you're like, what were you doing? Well, I already, I, I, you know what, I was shooting a film, so I wasn't tripping. <laughs> I was I was on the set of Tony and Tina's wedding with uh, Mila Kunis and Joey McIntyre, and and okay. two. His was funny. Two people that wound up. Um, Ah, uh, John Berenthal, who wound up, uh, who's who became the Punisher years later, and the brother that played uh, the Winter Soldier. I can't think of his name right now, but but like Tony and Tina's wedding, we did a scripted version, of theatrical version of the play that actually was really good. Uh, my boy, uh, um, can Michael Tadros produced it. It was the, he he wound up producing Hitch and I Am Legend. And we had, but but I heard there were there were issues. The reason the movie didn't uh, really come out until late was because there were issues between the producer and the director, or what have you. And that just shows you that that things are sometimes beyond your control. Beyond your control. But it's, but it's a it's a great it's a great it's a fun film. Wow, man, that's I didn't even. No, that's incredible. Okay, do you think if you were because life is about decisions? Mm-hmm. I learned that from Tony Robbins. It's a lot about mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. So do you think if you would have gone the 
the uh, uh, Mad TV route, you would have been more successful or stood out more? Because uh, you, you know what? I don't, didn't your role go to uh, Aries? Well, Aries was already on the show. Okay, okay. And so Aries and I both do a lot of similar uh, things, similar impressions. And so to me, it made sense to go to SNL because they already had someone that was similar to what I did. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't know? have stood out as much. Right, right. And 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 honestly, I don't. I'm not big on hypotheticals. Because, yeah, so that's hindsight being twenty twenty. Because I'm like, eh, you know, who who cares about what could have been? I'm like, this is what it is, and so I, I I'm riding this out and and that's beautiful. Taking it where 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 it takes me, and and again, I'm not. I ain't complaining about nothing because life life is looking good. It's lovely, baby. Right now, it's it's, it's, it's lovely. It's, 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 it's so incredible. <laughs> So incredible, baby. I was reading. You do a Scotty Pippen? You know what? I did uh, Scotty. Scotty. Uh, now, because he's so much deeper now. But I'll I do did, Michael. I did, you do Scotty. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do I Michael. Did, you do Scotty. You know what? I, here's what's funny. Um, I did. I I can't. I can't hear it right now. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Kobe. Uh, Kobe Bryant. I use. I use. Kobe's Kobe. Michael. Kobe's Michael. Huh? If, if you he listen, really is. If you listen he really to young, is. young yeah. Kobe, yeah. Uh, he was. He was like, man. He goes. Yeah. Well, you know, the rim is just a big bucket. Right. You know, when right. Hot. Yeah. 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 But I did that on Celebrity Jeopardy, and sometimes they would throw someone at you and like, I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just do it. <laughs> you know what? Get no, that check. I, I know I'm going. I, this is. Mind of a Gemini, tales from a Gemini. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm being a Gemini, but I got to get this out before I forget. But man, your Will Smith last night, and I don't want to oh, give it you, away. Uh, if you go see him, you like my, the Will Smith, oh, man. Oh my God, yo! You know what I like about Will? Will, <laughs> Will is cool because he, um, yo, he he laughs at everything, even when things aren't going well, man. And and I never, I never really understood how amazing. Someone like Will Smith is, but he's so profound and prolific with the things that he says and how he takes his time speaking to, <laughs> to everyone. You know, even his wife at the red table. <laughs> I mean, last night when you did that and then you did Chris Rock talk and then, right. then Dell and Chris basically roasted right. Will Smith. Right, right. You got to see Dean Smith. Is it Dean Edwards. Dean Ed I'm dope. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking of basketball. I'm thinking of basketball. Michael Jordan. Yeah, so, yeah. It, yeah, that's, so that's it. The Dean, Dean Edwards. Dean Dumb. UNC. UNC. My man, I mean, is that going to be part of your new special? A special that's, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I, that whole, that 15 minutes, oh that, that cluster, that's, that's a new bit. But that's, and that goes back to, I've, I've done, I've been able to do Will Smith for years, but I didn't have a joke. Now I have a joke to go with it. So it, it makes sense. I was losing it. I mean, th th that's why I love, bless you, come, love seeing you, man, watching you do that. And I just, like I said, I sit there and study you. And the thing you did, and we talked about this, and I, I love comics. I mean, I love all kind of comics. It can be stupid. Still, like, I, I can go from the 85 South Boys to... To, to you know, to, to, to Kevin Hart. To Shout out to you. Chico and, uh, and Carlos. Chico man. Bean and, and DC Young Flying Car. Those Fly, dudes yeah, yeah. are hilarious. Yeah, and are. I love those guys. And I can go to, and I, and I can take those guys, I can go to a Jerry Seinfeld mm -hmm. with no problem or Brian Regan. Right. I just love oh, laughing. Regan, at, isn't Regan good, man? Dude, I, I, just love the, I just love this whole game. I love to laugh yeah. more than anything in the world. Yeah. And to watch you do that. And I mean, I laughed so hard, and I was just in, in in awe and laughing at the same time. And and what we talked about was, and I said I love social conscious comedy also, 
And what you did, and I'm not going to ruin it for the people out there, but you made a point without preaching or getting mm. on a soapbox, and you made a point with jokes, and you set the joke up for the punchline. It was a work of art. Cause I'm oh, not going to lie. I, I let this, I, I let somebody let the world get to me. That's why sometimes I feel like I'm a shitty comic because I let what, what's happening now, it, it, it's clouding my brain, and I can't get it out. And I'm going, how do I make it funny? Because I don't, I don't want to sit there and preach. Nobody wants to see that. You, right, go, right. you go to church. And the way you did that last night, I was like, that's what I want to do. Because you you made your point without beating somebody right. over the head. And how- but that's, I think that just comes from uh, uh, having faith and trust in your in your artistic voice, you know. And, and you know, with the, the beauty of especially um, being black in America um, at any era, specifically during these times, is that we... You know this global pandemic; it affects everyone. Everybody. But we're not we're not panicking because we've been under duress before. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And so, Still. so mo- most like most most people I know that look like me um, are like, I right, well, I mean, all right, we're gonna get through this. You know, we're, we're not like, what are we gonna do? We're like, nah, it's just we just we gotta we gotta. Uh, you know, prepare, prepare, prepare for for things and 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 ride it out. But it's gonna get better eventually. We've always been our because we've all we we've always uh, we've always adapted and survived. And oh, and, and so same thing with with our stand up is I I think after um I think after uh um Philando Castile uh, Philando Castile was murdered um by the police officers in in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. I I had already started saying, you know, and I want to I want to begin to address, not 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 necessarily race, but I want to address people's perception of me, right? Because uh, I'm a I'm a six foot four black male in this country, and I know people see me a certain way, and so that that made me say I'm going to start addressing that, and if people are uncomfortable with it, that's that's really you're uncomfortable with the reflection, because all I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not saying. You're bad. I'm just saying this is a mirror, and this is the, the my experience. You can't get mad at someone's experience, you know, and and it just takes working it. And and once you find comfort in that, I'm I'm now comfortable enough on stage where I'm not afraid to get uncomfortable because I think that's what happens. We we're so used to chasing the laughter. We're yes. so used. We're we're so used to you know hitting them in the head and getting that that quick laugh. Especially if you like you said you come up. Working not just mainstream clubs, but also rooms where it's where it's uh, an urban audience, you and you gotta up. get to you the have to. laugh quickly. But this, to me, there's something fun about about uh, you know sitting in the uh, in the silence, establishing that jam. yeah, yeah, like, that right, jam. and especially you're a fighter, so you understand get that at, at, you got, Mayweather, yeah, you kind of first got, round, yeah, like just, just let let them let them hit you, but they, you wear them out, you know, just just jab, jab quick, jab jab hook, jab. jab Everything hook. is to me is it's it's a, it's a boxing reference, because yeah, so. Man. Like you said, I mean, I don't mind like like because it's a sweet science. I don't mind coming out with with, with the, with the Hagler Hearns, you know, know what I mean, right? No, but there's something like you said, something about coming out with that jab, kind of just just keep hitting them. You just keep tapping them. You just thack thack thack. And you southpaw. I just realized you southpaw. Well, you know, I didn't know. I didn't. Re- I was watching your stance. I was like, oh, he throwing. Okay, all right. He switched it up. All right. Yeah, I, I, I like doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. my whole. You know, honestly, my whole thing. I, I like go, I like going Muay Thai also. You like what? Oh, okay. It kicks in. Okay. So. But my whole thing is ground game, though. I mean, my whole thing is I get you to the ground, it's done. Well, you mentioned wrestling earlier, so I get you to the ground, it's done. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it, now it's harder to get to the ground, so I got to watch it. It's I, not gotta, hard getting to the ground, it's hard getting up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> man, it is. It's just a damn shame you saw me get up. But so I got to work a little on, on this right, more. But right. yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's so beautiful, and that's why I, I like it boxing that way. And I think Chris Rock referred to that also mm-hmm. when he getting ready for a special. Because mm-hmm. I remember when you know he went through his ups and downs. Mm-hmm. He said when he was going through his downs, mm-hmm. he talked to Andrew Dice Clay, and I and I take this advice. And Andrew Dice Clay told him, watch Rocky. Because Rocky will remind you of why you started this business. Mm. And I just gave that advice to a buddy of mine who races motorcycles. In the, in the Formula One of motorcycle racing, which is MotoGP, which is, which is what the sport I live for, mm. I hit him up yesterday. I go, hey, man, because you know, so he's going to be replaced next year, basically, by this other guy. And I said, listen, l- let that fuel your fire. Mm. And I said, and you go mm. watch Rocky. And that's going to remind you why you started racing Ooh, in the first place. I like that. I like you know that. I mean? I'm, I'm going to go watch Rocky and Delirious. Those and, are and that's those, what you do, man. Yeah. You got to, you know, sometimes you got to refuel. That's why I read The Secret over again every now okay. and then. Okay, okay. You know, because everybody needs I read a- the Master Key System once a year. It's uh, Charles F. Hanel. Sim- similar, same sort of principles, just uh, uh, every week is a different, I think it's 24 24 lessons in every week. Uh, it just uh, gives, it you that positivity. Gives, gives you something to refuel and, I, and reflect on and meditate on every, once once and a year. That's what I, I, and I, I think that's why we connect, man. It's that yeah. positive energy. Yeah, man. And I know something's going to happen. Like, it's like taking a chance with this, even though the pandemic hit. And at first I was like, huh. And then I thought, well, you know what? I got It's how you look at it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do the things that I wanted to do, <laughs> man, we did the things we wanted to do, right. you know, but I couldn't because I was busy. So I said, I'm gonna start this podcast. Yeah. And 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 I came in for a podcast here for somebody else, and Wyatt said, Hey, man, you know, I think blah blah blah. And I said, Okay, man, let's give it a shot. And I've been coming here ever since. And you know, it ba- and it basically yeah. cost me. But I looked down the line. I said, You know what? It's it's gonna work for us. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. work for us. And that keeps me going. And like right. I said, just talking to you now. Right. I just feel that Osmo, like, okay, things are good. You know, like, when you said, yeah, because honestly, I really thought, I was like, man, you know, his boy's coming in, they're going to hang out. And I got it. You know, like I said well, last night, I thought, I'm probably going to see him again because I posted a thing on Instagram, and you're like, yo, man, it was good seeing you. I thought, okay, yeah, that's his way of saying he ain't, nah, you know, he ain't see me. Funny. And and then, <laughs> and so then you call me, I go, oh, shit, Dean, yeah. we're going to hook up. And that's when I hit Wyatt. Wyatt, he's going to hook up. So, yeah, nah, if I said I was going to do it, I'm going to do it. You well, know, you're my people. Man, and I mean it from brother. the bottom of my heart, dude. I, I appreciate you. I know, and I know how it works. The road, you know, you got to go out and get your a long time, and I appreciate you dropping in. Yeah, and we did this impromptu yeah. show, man. I appreciate this more no, than I you will ever you know. Having me and 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 everything that happens for a reason. So you just reminded me to go as I'm preparing this material. I'm gonna go watch Rocky because I think I think. Uh, Anything you decide to do in life, you gotta you gotta maintain being a fan of it. I'm still a fan of it. You're still a fan of comedy, and 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 I look for we look for inspiration wherever Always. we can get it. So uh, you know, I'm looking forward to like watching. My wife actually just asked me about Rocky. What's up, dog? Um, peace, peace. Um, <laughs> my my wife asked me about Rocky. She was like, when you when you, when you watched Rocky as a kid, who did you root for, right? <laughs> and and it's, I said I said I said that's funny you say that. Because if you black coming up, you're, you're rooting for Apollo just because he looks like you, right? And because he had swag and, and he, he was cocky and outspoken like Ali. So you rooted for him. But I tell you the moment, you, but you also were digging Rocky's journey, right? Right. You had more, more vested in Rocky's journey because he was coming from nothing and yes. he had nothing. And then, I look, I'm, get, I'm getting goosebumps, yeah, right? Yeah, man. The moment, I'm the moment, the moment you believed uh, how how uh, how much mental fortitude uh, Rocky Balboa had was um, when uh, uh, when. <laughs> 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 
and that music's playing and they're fighting and Rocky had just gotten knocked down. Yes. And Apollo's yes. Apollo's cheering. And, he and then up. Rocky got up and, and, and Apollo turns that around look. and he, he looks at him like, wait, what? That look. And, and he still won the fight. But, but, the, but the subtleness yeah. of that. And that's where his, his acting is underrated because yeah, the subtleness of his, of his like, yeah, oh, dude, dude, that was that's such a the dope subtleness. Scene. I just the had su- this conversation. The subtleness of him, like, what have I got to do to he take this like, guy out? Yo, he's like, I, I, I knocked you down how many times? What? As hard as I could, I gave you everything, and he's still getting up. And 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 we're gonna go to my favorite movie. And also, this is a dope ass scene because you did an impression uh, impression in Tampa uh, in this. And one of my favorite movies is Predator. And in Predator, Arnold. Ar- I wish I could do that. I still try to do that. I can't do that. But when he goes, when, 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 when Arnold goes, what, what happened to you, Dutch? You pushed too many pencils? Pushing goes, too many pencils? And, and, and he goes, I will. I will. No, he goes, I got smart Dutch. Maybe you should, too. I got smart. Remember that? Why don't you? He goes, this doesn't make no sense. And, and Arnold figured it out that he was yes. double-crossed him. Yeah. And he goes, I got smart Dutch. He, get, yeah. he did a little yeah. like this. Yeah. I got smart Dutch. He got Dutch. cocky-headed. But the best, he tried to make up for it. The best, the best in that movie. He tried to make up for him right. being a dick. Right. <laughs> And he goes, you go ahead, Dutch, and I'll, I'll stay back. I'll, he goes, He's like, you know, he goes, you can't win this one, Dylan. And he goes, I know Dutch, but maybe this time I can make it even. Yeah, and and yeah. Arnold gave it a look like, you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it, <laughs> Man. And after that, the predator being the dick that he was, <laughs> he cut his hand off. And to be a dick, then he disemboweled him. I mean, yeah, seriously, dude. man. <laughs> yeah. and, and, here, and the thing about that movie is, I used to do a whole thing about, about the predator was the first Alien Republican serial killer because he was pro life <laughs> because he didn't kill that woman because she had, a, she baby. had a baby. She had, she had a baby, a baby. even though she had a gun. She, he, she, he goes, Oh man, I, he goes, I love kids. Basically, right. he said, I love right. kids. I can't kill her, right? Right. right? And think about it. And he was black. Let's get it straight. The predator was black. He was 6'9, dreadlocks. dreadlocks. He had a high ass. He played in high the ass. NBA. And he got in a fist fight in the Ladies. woods. That sounds like a brother to me. Yeah. Fist fight in the woods. Yeah, Come man. on, man. Yeah, that's funny. Right? He's the first Republican alien serial killer. That's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, Alien is or Alien Predator, but Pred- Alien Two Predator is a movie. I don't care how many times I've seen it. If it's on, if if I get yes. back to the hotel and, and it's on TV right now, even though I should take my comedy nap, I will yeah. watch that movie from start to finish. You'll watch Predator if it's on. You know you will. You know Predator you will. You know. and Predator and. The Jason Bourne series. The Bourne series. Dude, Jason. Ooh. All the ooh. Jason Bournes. The aliens. Aliens. Alien 1 is dope, but Aliens. We, no, man. We're not going to make it, man. Like, like the, the, get away from her, you bitch. Like, you just, yo. <laughs> moments. Dude, let me t- I can talk. I can talk Predator all day. And, and also, let me tell you something. Uh, Predator versus Aliens, right, from what I've watched in documentaries, mm-hmm. that's basically a documentary because... Mm. Because Antarctica it has the largest pyramid on Earth, mm-hmm. and Antarctica wasn't always cold, and it wasn't always mm. snowy. And, 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 and the hieroglyphics mm. in Antarctica show where there's big creatures, and they're fighting somebody that came, like basically oh. came down from, oh, wow. and, 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 the high, and that's documented. So basically, they had battles down in Antarctica, and that's a documentary. Right, it right. really that's is, I mean, man. I, don't, I, I actually, out of... Out of those Alien versus Predator movies, that's the one that I'm like, all right, this one was, Dude, this one. Let me tell you something. And, and the fact that he, he he tried to hit on that black girl. That's what I did in my bit. He tried to hit on that black girl. Because remember, she well, saved his life. Yeah, Sanai had a fatty, though. Sanai <laughs> was thick. And he, that's what Predator said. Remember, they were walk, walking mm-hmm. together? Yeah. Remember? And like, because you see her go, no. Because, you know, he was trying to holler yeah, at her. He he's, like, he's like, 
And she was like, no, I, no, I don't want no alien dick. Because <laughs> she, she, she didn't look like that because he was like, hey, I know you saved my life, but look here. You know, just right, me and you right, right now. Because she said she pointed out that the alien. Yeah. Remember, that's when he had, I think, that, that, I don't know, flying saucer thing or whatever, and it split him oh, in the, two. Oh, uh, the, the, he had like a, a, a round boomerang yeah, with blades Yeah, and it split it. him in two. Yeah. And then he, he carved that thing out, and he gave yeah. her that spear. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Oh, he dude. He gave her the mark of his tribe. How dope. Yeah, yeah, alien vs. Predator was an underrated movie. Was, I, I could talk, I enjoy, hey, I could talk I this shit all day, man. that movie. I mean that by the my heart. I know you got to go. I know why it's ready to go. We went way over time, but man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for this. I, you, you are nothing but a beacon of, of, of positivity. Oh, thanks, much bro. love. To, and I mean that. Much yeah, love to you. You're an inspiration to me. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. When I got home last night, I watched my motorcycle racing and I was trying to write. Uh, trying you were to write trying. Material. You were writing. I was writing. Yeah, I, and it's writing. because of what try. you said, man. You know, it's just, I just, I, I think it's positively breeds positivity. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best, but you don't need it, man. You My got brother, it. I'll, t- I'll take it from wherever it comes. I appreciate you saying that. And uh, and for all your, your watchers, viewers, and listeners, make sure you check out every Monday night on Instagram. We have the Fun of Protocol where I just interview some of your favorite comedians and some of uh, the people behind the scenes in comedy. Um, you know, when we've had everyone from Tiffany Haddish to Jim Gaffigan, Jake Farrell, Godfrey, Yamanika Saunders, Marina Franklin, like the list goes on in there. We do them every Monday night, Tony Rock, uh, 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 Atheon Crockett, you know, we, we just toss it up and, and I really like getting under the hood of their vehicle and finding out what, what helps them run and what their journeys have been. And uh, this, the, I don't know when this comes out, but this particular Monday coming up, we have my man Craig Robinson oh, uh, Craig. from the office and Pineapple Express. He's going to be on with me, and and it's just it's a fun time, man. It's it's something I started doing about twenty four weeks ago when when uh, we first uh, realized that we were going to be in this for for a couple for a months this, this <laughs> pandemic till mid April, and then here we are, almost to our twenty fifth episode. My my goal is, I you know, I'll put it out there. Like, um, I want to have Arsenio and Damon Wayans on. I think I'm going to just reach out to them via D- DM. and Because Damon is actually a couple of my episodes. Damon comes on and just says, what's up, fellas? So I'm like, oh, so he, he does follow yeah. me, which, which great was flattering, that? you know, because that's one. And, and, and I think Damon Wayans is one of those cats that, that people don't give Damon Wayans his just due. Yes. Man, because Damon, yo, I mean, his first, his HBO half hour comedy hour and... Uh, Damon Wayne's last stand, dude. The, those I saw him get that t- put, put that together so when I was in LA, it out, and it was yeah. beautiful to watch him get that together. Yeah. And that pimp writing a movie, yeah, pitching yeah, yeah, that yeah, movie yeah, idea, yeah, yeah, I remember, dude. That was brilliant. Yo, that Damon was brilliant. Is, Damon is is fire. Yeah, Damon is fire, dude. I, 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 like, just, and that's not to take away from because because now you know now we hear uh, everybody's talking about Dave Chappelle and Dave's the goat and and Dave is amazing on what he's doing out in. Uh, what David Chappelle is doing out um, in Yellow Springs, Ohio. In Yellow Springs, Ohio. Yeah, he's, man. Uh, he's 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 doing a wonderful thing, man. And and he just you know he he's giving he's giving space for artists to to create and to to put forth something prolific. Um, and, and you know Dave is great and Chris Rock is great, but yo Damon is great too, dude. That that dude still, I st- I think Damon still has some fire in him, and I can't wait till he finally like gets back on stage, 
and, and, and lets people, you know, just to remind people, yo, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I'm nice. I'm still here. Nice. Damon, I still got Damon it. Wayne's beast, beast mode, son. Uh, uh, I, might watch, I might go watch Rocky and then watch <laughs> Damon Wayne's last stand to, to get some inspiration, son. I hope so, man. I hope I inspired Beautiful. you, brother. Yeah, yeah, and man. I mean that, man. Great talk. Great That's, talk. Thank you. Thank oh, you for the no, inspiration. thank you for being on my tales from a Gemini. I, I try to bring everybody, hope I inspired somebody, anybody out there watching. Yeah. This is what I love doing, yeah. and I think it shows. I can't thank this man enough, Mr. Dean, Mr. Dean, Mr. Dean, Mr. Dean Edwards. Thank Salute. you so much, brother. Thank and you, I mean, brother. And like we say about this time, peace.